0: I'm Greg Oliar. Four years ago, I stopped writing novels to report on the crimes of Donald Trump and his associates. In 2018, I wrote a best-selling book about it, Dirty Rubles. In 2019, I launched Prevail, a bi-weekly column about Trump and Putin, spies and mobsters, and so many traitors. Trump may be gone, but the damage he wrought will take years to fully understand. Join me and a revolving crew of contributors and guests as we try to make sense of it all. This is Prevail. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist.
4: Greetings, I'm A.G. You are listening to Muller, She Wrote. Oh my gosh, you guys, this week is insane. Uh, With me, as always, to go through this incredible week of news is uh, Jaleesa. Say hi. Hey, what's up, guys? I've got Jordan. Hello. And today, we have a special guest... Uh, say hi to Brendan Woodruff. Hello. Hi okay. Brendan, how you What's doing? Going, I'm doing good. Excellent. Just, you gonna be at the Comedy Palace tonight?
3: Yeah, I'm not performing. I'm filming stuff, but yeah.
4: We still like you. <laughs> it's okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna go over this bombshell uh, week uh, pretty quickly. It's a big week in the Mueller investigation and by far the busiest news week in the Russia probe since we began this podcast. So we will try to get through everything. Jordan is gonna talk to us a little bit later about the Department of Justice's letter to Nunez yes. our friend. Uh, Pedro, no Tilda Nunez. No Tilda Nunez. <laughs> Nunez. Sorry. Uh, do you really? I wonder. Like I can't. I can't imagine he took the tilde out to like whiten up his name. But I mean, Nikki Haley did it. But
3: Tilda Swinton is the whitest person in the world. She
4: clearly is. <laughs> so, She's translucent, yeah. pretty much. Oh, you have an awesome Shut joke out. about yeah, that. Yeah, All right. Dude. So anyway, nobody's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> no one's taking it. Jordan, you're you're cool. Um, so she's going to talk about the uh, the Nunes memo. Uh, tag, release the memo. Jalees has kindly agreed to cover uh, Dutch intel. Yes. <laughs> the Dutch. And I'll be going over Trump's order to fire Mueller last June and other obstructions of justice, if that's if that's the... What's the the a common noun? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> what's the noun for, like, the, the, the plural noun for obstructions of justice? Like a murder of obstructions? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have we'll, to make up something. We'll figure it out. You guys uh, tweet at us, at Mueller She Wrote, and tell us what we should call that uh, group of, of obstructions <laughs> of justice. Um, you're going to want to go back. Before you start this, you're going to want to go back, go back and listen to previous episodes, especially episodes 4, 6, and 8. The Evens are the Stevens. They're the best uh, because they have a lot of pertinent information that you're going to hear today. And listening to the episodes in chronological order actually will really help you get a succinct overview of where we are um, and you know where we were at the point of the first indictments, where we are now and how we got here so that's uh kind of fun to do um i think you should do this soon because i feel like more indictments are coming you guys and with all the news this week it appears the beginning of this investigation is at a fevered pitch right now uh also please follow us on twitter and facebook for your chance to win a playstation 4 uh what (laughs) (laughs) yeah so basically a while ago i i I put up a post about how there's this bombshell news that we have reince previous notes from you know uh obstruction of justice proving obstruction of justice and i got like 6 likes and then right shortly after i'm like hey i got a playstation 4 today i got like 185 <laughs> likes all right, all right. <laughs> so uh to you know to keep in spirit with the how algorithms work on facebook we're giving away a playstation 4 once we hit 10,000 followers on twitter 10,000 likes on facebook is, um
3: is this one of those situations where like i like when you're an employee you can't enter the sweepstakes
4: no, you can enter. Awesome. Please, enter. Anyone, anyone's, okay. anyone's, anyone's, anyone's now game. Now I have to enter. I didn't know that. And so one person's going to win it if you... if you, One of us is definitely going to win it.
2: <laughs> if you,
3: The random drawing? <laughs> it's me. No
4: way. See, I already have one, so I'm not <laughs> eligible. But if you... if What's really great is that if you uh, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook, you double your chances, and please share it with your friends because you're not lowering your chances because I'm not giving shit away until we reach 10,000 on each. So... Get, we got to get to that point first, and then we're going to pick a random person. So please follow us on Twitter at MullerSheWrote. You're going to win a PlayStation 4, I guarantee it. Um, and we're also now on Instagram at MullerSheWrote, right? Yes, we are. Sweet. We've got that going on. This podcast is and will always be free, but now, dun dun dun, you can subscribe to us on Patreon. So go there and look for us. Uh, and at, at different levels $2 level a month $5 a month $10 a month you're going to get merch we're starting to make merch we have Comey as Mahomie and Muller She Wrote stickers and shirts we have a, a tote bag Muller She Totes okay? <laughs> um, we're going to have the long anticipated sexy sexy justice calendar yes. probably at the $10 a month level you can also buy these things individually once we have our website up which is coming soon keep your eye out but subscribe to us now and once the merch comes we're going to send it to you first um, and subscribers will also not have to listen to we don't have ads yet but we're getting we're blowing up and (laughs) somebody might be like we need to monetize you and if you (laughs) if you are a subscriber you're not going to have to listen to any ads including all this bullshit i'm talking about right now uh and you're going to get a free weekly newsletter that includes every link to every article that we reference any pictures that we're laughing about anything that you know you might need to know and we may also be having some extra content and additional episodes that are only available to subscribers so please go to patreon look for muller she wrote subscribe or make a one-time donation we love you we will consider you a subscriber at certain levels uh, if you do make a one-time donation so make sure that i mean you guys you have to the weekly newsletter is worth it, I think so. Yeah, that'll be great. <clears throat> so, I never imagined how much love we'd get for this podcast. Your support is like absolutely overwhelming to me. Like I thought we would I would just be talking and uh, for the sake of hearing <laughs> myself talk. So, this is very humbling. We truly love and appreciate all of you. So, thank you very much. All right, Mueller fans, let's get this crazy week interview started with just the facts. <laughs> All right, let's start with Sunday. Washington Post reported that Veselnitskaya attended Congressman Dana Rohrabacher's Black Tie Inaugural Party a year ago. You guys. Sorry, I
3: live near that district. That is not surprising. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's Veselnitskaya? You guys know Veselnitskaya. She's the lawyer slash uh, Russian person. She was the representing that uh, um, one, oh, what were they called? The... You know what? Never mind. Editor. Trying to overturn the Magnitsky she's the lawyer, Act. The lawyer that oh, emailed Don
3: Jr. or whatever, right?
4: Well, right. She's she was at the yeah. June 2016 meeting. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, was uh, one of the people who Putin put in charge of of trying to block the Magnitsky Act or overturn the Magnitsky Act. She she was part of that campaign, and she was at that Russia meeting. So. She was at Congressman Dana Rohrbacher's black tie inaugural party a year ago. Ooh. Uh <laughs> They also reported that a gaggle of other Russians who attended inaugural festivities, including Boris Tidov, Alex Repik, and his wife Polina. Of course, you know Polina. So Russian. You can get the he entire real, scoop. Right? <laughs> you can get the entire scoop in the in the in the WaPo article. That's my little name for Washington Post. You can get that in the WaPo article. We'll put it out in the newsletter. All right, so that was Sunday. That was the biggest news on Sunday. I thought, oh, we're kicking off to a slow news week. But Monday, we found out lawyers were supposed to have a conference on Monday to discuss the sentencing of Papadopoulos. Uh, But that has been delayed by Mueller for three months. That gives us an interesting hint into the timeline we could be looking at, okay, for this all to start wrapping up, or at least ending the beginning of the investigation. Also on Monday, Vanity Fair reported that Trump said, quote, I have another nut job here who thinks he's running things about John Kelly and that he's actually consider, considering firing his <laughs> chief of staff, John Kelly, the one of the only sane people in the bunch. He's still a dick, but whatever. <laughs> um, on, also on Monday, the New York Times released a story about the memo written by the House GOP uh, members allegedly containing insane news about how the FBI used the dossier to obtain FISA warrants against House Trump. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. <laughs> House I'm Trump. I'm a Game of Thrones fan. Uh, Jordan's going to cover that a little bit later. Yep. And now, all right, get this. Axios dropped a story uh, that I thought was the story of the week on Monday. <laughs> and on Monday, that's I guess kind of a big deal. The FBI director Ray, okay, W R A Y. I always spell his name. I don't know why. <laughs> Who is Ray? So he's a Republican guy appointed by Trump um, to uh, to run the FBI after he fired Comey. He, he's donated upwards of forty thousand dollars to the Trump campaign. I think thirty nine thousand, somewhere between thirty and thirty nine thousand. Well, he threatened to resign amidst pressure from Trump and Sessions to remove Deputy FBI Director Andrew McCabe. So who's McCabe? Well, we'll go into that a little bit later. But he's one of the, I call him the Comey Five. Mm -hmm. When Comey had all of his crazy meetings with Trump and he wrote memos and then he went and talked to five high-ranking FBI officials to tell him contemporaneously this crazy shit went down. McCabe is one of the Comey Five. The other half of this crazy story happens on Tuesday. Ready for what happened Tuesday? Oh, my God. What I thought at the time, and I have in my notes, as the busiest news day in history. <laughs> on Tuesday, Rebicki announced he was leaving the FBI. So oh, yeah. Th- yeah, so think mm. back to episode eight. <laughs> I talked about the secret meeting between Ray Rosenstein and Ryan. Remember that, when they showed up on Capitol Hill? Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be about Nunes? And I tweeted on January 5th that one of the significant aspects of that meeting is that Ryan asked for Rebicki to testify to the House Intelligence Committee. Remember when I told you about the five guys, right? The Comey Five, Mm -hmm. the the weird meetings with Trump um, when he asked for loyalty from Comey and he hoped he could stop investigating Flynn in Russia and that Comey wrote memos and memorialized them by telling top FBI officials, those guys, the Comey Five, McCabe, Baker, Ribicki, or Ribicki, Bowditch, and Gattas, G-H-A-T-T-A-S, so you a
3: shirt where they're a band, and then you'll remember.
4: There you go. Nah, it's the Five. I love that. That would be hilarious. Like a screamo <laughs> metal band, like the Jackson Five, is what I was thinking. Oh, okay, that's oh, way yeah. cooler. I was than what injected goths. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> Norway. Uh, well, Rabicki's quitting now. So, couple that with a story from Monday about Trump pressuring Ray to fire McCabe, and you've got another possibility of obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. So, this is a huge story to me, and no one else really thought much of it, but I thought it was one of the biggest ones of the week. But that was Tuesday. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Matto disagreed with me on Tuesday. She thought that the bombshell was the whole Kushner China story, um, which I'll talk about in a minute. But basically, um, the uh, intel, uh, US intel intercepted communications between the Chinese ambassador and the Chinese government that they had met several times with Kushner. To like do deals back and forth about adjusting policy versus getting I don't know HB one visas or something that's theory I don't know but well, for sure what happened is that the intel intercepted these communications and Kushner is a giant vagina
2: also the president of uh, China is on Trump's list of his favorite people right yeah. it's him Putin and then the Turkey Turkish yeah,
4: yeah. I'm surprised he didn't put the Filipino guy in there he loves that guy oh, and yeah. then the, uh, yeah the Erdo- Erdogan the Turkish guy. Uh, also, uh, that day, more texts were released from Strock and Page, and the Republicans are dancing around them with their faces painted in an uh, inappropriate display of pride. Uh, one of the texts, however, I have to point this out. They're like, more texts. we got more texts. And then five months of the texts were missing and everyone's, like, dowdy was like, where's the text? You're keeping them from us. And I give them credit, because it did seem a little fishy that from the election yeah. to May when Mueller was appointed, the texts were missing. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that they were replacing everyone's phone in the FBI with new phones, oh. and and like a good 10% of the phones had all their texts missing. Yeah, lots they of stuff was missing. Yeah, they ended up finding the texts, so shut up. <laughs> um, and one of the texts actually that came out on May 19th, which is two days after uh, Mueller was appointed um, uh, uh, by Rosenstein, uh, he's the uh, deputy attorney general. Uh, had dis- they were discussing basically him and, and Paige, his lover. I hate that they use that word. They were <laughs> lovers. Uh, they had discussed whether or not Strzok would be asked to be on Mueller's team. And here's what he said. He said uh, to Paige, he said, you and I both know the odds are nothing. If I thought I was likely, If I thought it was likely, I'd be there, no question. But I hesitate in part because my gut sense and concern is there's no big there there. So how can somebody be biased against Trump? And think that he was innocent at the onset of the investigation hmm. struck that there's no there there and That's I mean, that's kind of like shuts down the whole thing about them being biased in the first place um, and also On a secondary note, how can you be biased as an investigator? If you don't like someone if, if you're looking to dig up dirt on somebody Not liking them makes you do your job better. <laughs> <laughs> I've,
3: I saw a post from uh, Dave Cyrus, I think is his name, but he was like, he was basically saying the same thing, like the people who are investigating Larry Nasser can't say he's a creep and then suddenly he gets off. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Come on. That's ridiculous.
4: Yeah. Right. So like if I'm an investigator and I'm looking to see if someone, somebody says, take a look at this guy. If I like that guy, then my bias might impact the investigation because right. I might not look at certain things. Yeah. If I don't like that guy. I'm going to look at everything, yeah. and I'm going to do a better job? I don't know. It's Unless weird you're to me.
2: lying and fabricating evidence. Then. It's,
4: it's weird to me. If you find crimes, it's not because you didn't like the guy. It, it, the only way you can be biased in an investigation is if you like the person and you don't find crimes. So, anyway, I thought that that was really interesting. Um, anyhow, these texts are just another attempt to discredit Mueller and the FBI. They're like, Benghazi or the emails or uranium 1 or Nunez's memo no one ever found a shred of criminality enough to appoint special produ- prosecutors for but any But it buys of these. them time. So Oh
2: well they're just
3: well, there are a bunch of teenage girls obsessed over texts.
4: Yeah, Ooh, I like it. Mm. That's good. You won't believe what he said. Oh my god! Uh, I'm old. That's what teenagers sound like to me. Um, Raw Story also reported on Tuesday that Biden had said McConnell blocked Obama from warning Americans about Russian interference. I thought that was interesting. I'm not sure how McConnell can block a president, but that's what with Biden, his shell. That's what yeah, are. with his pace. <laughs> That's what got I caught
3: in the, the jowl thing
4: there. there you the go. Chin. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting. We also found out from the Washington Post that Mueller will interview Trump himself in the coming weeks, and the interview will be focused on the firing of Flynn and Comey and obstruction of justice. So not about collusion. Not about collusion. <laughs> it's about obstruction of justice. Nice. Uh, Washington Post Which is also, also a crime. What was that? Oh, yeah. Which is
2: also a crime, oh. so I don't know why he's... Saying that's better at all It's actually a crime Collusion isn't <laughs> a crime
4: Nobody's trying Yeah, to, exactly Nobody's trying to Charge idiots. you with a, Like, it's not about My orange hair No, you're right Correct, that's not a crime Although it should be <laughs> um, After this it will be <laughs> yeah, Like the Hitler mustache <laughs> oh, I hope so Washington Post <laughs> Also reported Tuesday That after Trump Fired Comey He called McCabe The acting FBI director Into the Oval, Oval Office And asked him Who he voted for And then besmirched His wife For being a Democrat uh, McCabe said he didn't vote in the election, uh, which he didn't. I think he was a Bush. Yeah,
2: that was confirmed. He voted in the primary. Yeah, he was a yeah. Jeb
4: Bush guy, I think. Um, and and so now Mueller is interested in that conversation as well. Uh, I, I need to remind you that McCabe is part of the Comey Five. Can I so. point
3: out that I don't think Donald Trump knows what the word besmirched means?
4: Okay. Neither do I. I was going to say, <laughs> at least I'm with him on that yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's a listener. Um, but if you are Donald Trump, please subscribe to the $1 million a month level. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll send you nothing. A steaming pile of shit. <laughs> we'll send you Sorry, an indictment. <laughs> it's perfect. Also, this is so cool. On Tuesday, Ray, the FBI director, tapped Bente to replace Baker as general counsel of the FBI. All right, so... Baker is one of the Comey Five, right? And he got moved out of his spot as general counsel, the lawyer for the FBI. So Ray has to appoint somebody. So what does Ray do? He appoints Bente, the guy who Trump fired, who was third in line, (laughs) that would have to carry out the order to fire Mueller if Rosenstein disagreed. And so, and Bente has been on this investigation for a long time, so that's kind of a giant fuck you. And he can do that legally? Yeah, he's the director of the FBI. That's amazing. He can appoint whoever the F he wants. He put Bente in that job. I am so excited. (laughs) On Tuesday, also, Felix Sater was indicted in the New York Southern District and served with subpoenas relating to high-profile money laundering laundering cases involving Kazakhstan. Remember the whole Kazakhstan thing we were talking about Mm -hmm. with the three guys, the troika? Yeah. So that's really interesting um he's you know the, these guys stole billions of dollars from bta bank in kazakhstan and laundered it through real estate dealings f- with who russia donald trump, <laughs> 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 trump? so ho yeah. yeah that same thing same <laughs> six and one half dozen also on tuesday cnn reported that gates could be changing his plea and cooperating with Mueller, as indicated by the new attorney he's just hired that's fantastic good mm. job gates high five <laughs> So, just to recap Tuesday, the craziest news day I've seen so far in the world uh, Gates could change his plea. Sater was indicted in New York. Ray hired Dana Bente to replace Baker, who was pressured to reassignment by Trump. Trump called acting FBI Director McCabe into his office and asked him how he voted right after he fired Comey. Mueller will interview Trump in the coming weeks personally about Flynn and Comey. Biden told Ross story and Mitch McConnell blocked Obama from telling us about Russia. The DOJ released more stroke tests, but they actually show he thought Trump was innocent. Mueller interviewed Sessions and Comey already, and as I predicted, Rubicki is going to be forced out by the FBI because of what he knows about the Comey memos. Tuesday. That's insane. Ready? For, you ready for Wednesday? <laughs> we learned on Wednesday that Mueller's team will question Bannon about Flynn and Comey. We kind of figured that. We also learned that Pompeo has been interviewed by Mueller. He's the director of the CIA. Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee, um, the face, I like to call her the face. The block face. She was asked in a presser, quote, When Trump says no collusion, does he mean himself? Or his campaign team? And she answered, he means himself.
3: Ooh. Okay.
4: That's a little telling to me. No one else really picked up on that, but I was like, Meh. The whole thing
3: is about either him or his campaign, so it doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah,
4: so. He didn't know what was going on is probably what he's going to go with, right? Yeah, For just, the
3: Iran-Contra defense? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> that's tough. Uh, Stephen Boyd. Uh, on Wednesday, the very Republican assistant attorney general for the Office of Legislative Affairs. I can't believe we have to qualify these hardworking men and women that have dedicated their lives to public service with what political party they are affiliated with. But that's the climate right now. Thank you, GOP. <laughs> so Stephen Boyd wrote Nunes a letter regarding his memo. Jordan is going to go over that letter a little bit later. It's a fantastic letter. I love this letter. Also, Trump had a Trump. Trump Lemon, my favorite Pixies album. No, Trump had an impromptu presser. Uh, Where he said, on his way to Davos, where he said he would 100% testify under oath with Mueller, uh, 100% I'll testify under oath with Mueller later, his lawyers had to walk that statement back because they're banging their heads against their desk.
2: (laughs) Well, he's going to,
4: so. (laughs) Can you imagine being Trump's lawyer? Oh my god. Uh, And by the way, a CNN poll shows that 78% of Americans want Trump to testify under oath. Nice. Uh, That's good. Wow, that's a
2: lot higher than I would... Yeah, expect that's pretty good. Well, you
4: got to some- think about half of them think that he
3: tells the truth all the time, so yeah. it doesn't matter.
2: They think right?
4: Fifty nine percent of Republicans, ninety three percent of Democrats. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Manafort's lawyer is a parent. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, Manafort's lawyers also uh, apparently mistakenly uploaded their personal notes to the public case docket for all to see. Hmm. Uh, one st- I love this because <laughs> I just got my PACER ID, so I can look at court docket. Uh, doc- I can look at documents, docket documents. Um, and he, uploaded, he meant to upload, I think, a request to push back the trial date because right now it's May 14th, but instead he uploaded all of his personal notes. One standout part is that a, quote, CS1 is mentioned within the Manafort camp, which is legal speak for confidential source one. So there's a mole in Manafort's camp. Hi. Nice. I think this is one of his aides that has been called to testify in the Mueller grand jury. One of the many, it could be his real estate agent. I don't know, but somebody uh, is is a mole and Mueller, and also said in these notes, Mueller has subpoenaed that that information. Wednesday evening, oh <laughs> Congress started to shit their pants on Wednesday, Okay. Nunes said he wanted to release the memo. He said, I'm going to release the memo. Then the Democrats wrote their own memo in response to the Nunes memo and said they would release their memo. (laughs) Then then Chuck Grassley said he wanted to declassify and release the criminal referral that him and Lindsey Graham made to the Department of Justice about Christopher Steele. Okay, remember that? That was Mm -hmm. a couple episodes ago. Then Blumenthal demanded Grassley release the Donald Trump Jr. Senate Judiciary Committee transcripts from when Donald Trump Jr. testified. And all, it just, it started just to go downhill pretty fast. Everyone's like, I'm gonna release this, I'm gonna release this, I'm gonna whip my dick out, blah, 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 everyone's gonna see. Basically. Yeah, so also on Wednesday, NBC reported that Mike Flynn was actually interviewed by the FBI in his office at the White House two days after he got there in January before Sally Yates warned McGann about him, and he kept it a secret the whole time. He told nobody in the White House, I think, and this is theory, now that's mm-hmm. fact, I'm going into theory, I think he was flipped by those agents, yeah. and I think he's been yeah. working for the sense. FBI that whole time. That makes so much that sense. That would make a lot of sense. For those 18 what, days Flynn? he was there. Flynn?
2: Holy crap. Because how how long was he still in there? When What, what was that time period? 18 where... days. Okay, yeah.
4: Yeah. So I think he was, he was working for the FBI for those 18 days, and I think Trump caught wind he was cooperating with the FBI, and that's why he fired him. Oh my God. What if mm. you're right? Making his firing another case for obstruction of justice just i'm putting that Terrier. out there and there's already
2: yeah. two cases for obstruction regarding flynn then if that I-,
4: I love how my tinfoil hat theories actually come to pass but i think that's a little out there but i really do honestly think that when the fbi visited him at the at the white house before sally yates warned anybody about about him warned mcgann i think he had been cooperating with the fbi since wow. then and none of them knew we also learned Sally Yates met extensively with Mueller's team last year, as did Dan Coates, He's the director of National Intel and Mike Rogers, head of the NSA, National Security Agency, and Mike Pompeo, the CIA director. Those interviews, particularly the Coates and Rogers interviews, would go right to obstruction of justice. Because if you remember, we reported in earlier episodes that Trump had asked them to pressure the FBI to stop their investigation, which is what Nixon did. He used the National Security Agency to pressure the FBI to stop the investigation. Right. Right. Uh, So, anyway, that could also help special counsel build an obstruction of justice case. That's Wednesday. Thursday. (laughs) Washington Post reports that the Senate Judiciary Committee will release the transcripts of Donald Trump Jr.'s testimony per Chuck Grassley, of all people. Why is he being so nice all of a sudden? Yeah. Yeah. In return, Grassley has asked Feinstein to release the Kushner and Manafort transcripts from her Senate Intel Committee interviews. When so, did that happen? Uh, this is all last... Those,
2: those interviews, though? Do you know when those interviews happened?
4: I'd I have to look that okay. up. Okay. Um, but they were, I think, in November and December. Okay. Um, and so I think all those things are going to be released, uh, which is interesting because I hear, uh, hear tell there's a slip-up in the DT Jr. interview that his dad actually did know. About the June the June twenty sixteen meeting. Interesting. Maggie Haberman and Michael Schmidt. Oh my God! Thursday night, the New York Times dropped the bombshell that Trump attempted to fire Mueller in June of twenty seventeen. <laughs> I'm going to go into detail on that a bit a bit later, but holy bajoli! That's that's what I thought was yeah. the craziest thing. That oh, is, yeah. and 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 I I often wonder like um Nixon did fire Archibald Cox and that was the end of it for yeah, him so so does this that he tried but he didn't succeed So we'll go into that a little bit if it, yeah, if,
3: if it didn't wind up successful, I don't see Republicans doing anything right
1: they almost like saved him from himself Someone
4: yeah. stopped him before it was too late. I'll tell you exactly who stopped him uh, when we're when we're done with the uh, just the facts which is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, on Friday, we're to Friday now, you guys. Trump's attorneys are reported to be researching a 1997 case. They're looking at 1990s case law to avoid, limit, or delay the trump Mueller interview. And basically, in that case, in 1997, an appeals court ruled that presidents and their closest advisors enjoy protections against having to disclose information about their decision-making processes or official actions. Further, the court ruled that prosecutors must show that such information contains important evidence that isn't available elsewhere hmm. i don't think Mueller will have a problem showing that but so we'll
1: see. i'm sorry in layman's terms what exactly are they
4: asking for so so basically uh, in you know Mueller's asking for an interview with trump mm-hmm. trump says i'll do it but his lawyers are like don't do it you're such a liar right. uh, <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> that would be really bad uh for uh for you uh, and so what Trump's lawyers have done is they found a case from 1997 that's, that says that presidents and their closest advisor, advisors enjoy protections against having to disclose information about their decision-making processes mm-hmm. or official actions. So that's going to be their defense as to why they don't want Trump to testify with Mueller that or to interview with Mueller. They
1: don't have to if it's presidential decision-making, which is
4: everything, right? Which is, what? yeah, everything. Oh, that's crazy. But they ruled that the prosecutor... They can get them to testify if the prosecutor can show that the information uh, contains important evidence and isn't available elsewhere. Okay, so that's the part that confuses me, I guess. Uh, Basically, if if the answers that Mueller seeks can only be gotten from interviewing Trump, then he can interview him. Okay. If he can oh. get the information from his kids or other people... Then that's where he has to get then, it from. Then he might not be able to. Okay. If the
2: information is whether or not Trump knew about that stuff, then then wouldn't that inherently mean it would have to be him and only him?
4: Unless so. the person who's going to grant the ability to to have the interview, if this does go to court, because you'd have to take it to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if he can say, um, well, I've got other witnesses testifying he knew... Then they might decide. Like
2: like Hopix or something. Uh, Right. They wouldn't even need him. Yeah. Well,
3: hold up. Couldn't they then just make him testify under oath in front of a grand jury? Because presidents can't get out of that because they've made Clinton do that.
4: Well, he can subpoena him. But this 1997 case law says that he doesn't have to appear. Hmm. Uh, if if his if his information is not important, right, or you can't get it somewhere else, so we'll see what happens. Okay. He's just the
2: president of the United States; it's not important. Yeah, yeah, no big deal.
4: <laughs> Another thing on Friday: a uh, campaign advisor, Ferrez Farrell. I'm going to call him Farrell. Uh, <laughs> mentioned uh, he he was one of the guys mentioned by Trump along with Papadopoulos and Carter as policy advisors. Oh, he okay. was interviewed several times by Mueller's team last year about Flynn, the Papadopoulos meeting and Russia connections with that foreign policy meeting. So that's interesting. And the New York Times also reported that Mueller now has memos, notes, and emails about how McGahn tried to carry out Trump's decisions Hmm. in a uh, legally appropriate way. And what this documentation includes is a first draft of Trump's letter firing Comey that mentioned the Russia investigation. (laughs) So the first draft that he wrote, remember that whole... Thing that came out that said he fired Comey because of his handling of the Clinton email. Right. The first draft said it was because of Russia. Did he cross it out? Like, yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so apparently Mueller has that. So Lovely. Democrats, uh, another news story that came out Friday. Democrats are back on the task of crafting legislation to protect Mueller. Since this news mm-hmm. came out, I'm very excited about that. I really want that to happen. Uh, Tillis, uh, Tom Tillis had that legislation going, and Trump pressured him to drop it. Another obstruction of justice. Oh my God. So we'll, well hold see. Up.
3: Yeah? Do you really think that that'll pass, though?
4: Uh, I just like, I don't. Oh, that's what don't? I was
2: just thinking: is yeah. how many GOP members have actually turned against Trump actively yet? I don't know if it's enough. But I don't. it's just
4: the Senate, right? But then they will be on the record as voting against it, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's politically important. Okay, yeah. that's fair. On Friday, Dianne Feinstein, DiFi sent out a list of letters. To so the following people, and this is a bunch of letters where mm-hmm. she wants an interview and she's demanding documentation. And I'm going to put uh, in, in the newsletter, if you subscribe, you're going to get a list of all these letters. Okay. And here they, I'm just going to give you the letters, the people she sent letters to. Bannon, Caputo. Coroyo, <laughs> Erickson. Forsman, Rona Graff, Griffin, Keen. Keene. Kellogg, uh, Lewandowski, Mashburn, Mermode, McGann, Amanda Miller, and Stephen Miller, Sergey Million, and Sean Spicer. <laughs> she's <laughs> angry. She's like, the, let me
1: speak to your manager. Like, <laughs>
4: she's really mad. She doesn't have a manager. Speak to manager. Haircut though. Oh, so fair it's, enough. It's fair interesting. Enough. But the details about these letters will be in our newsletter. You can get by subscribing to Miller. She wrote on Patreon. Okay, now you guys. We have made it through this week's just the facts woo, woo. oh my god it only took half the whole episode not bad <laughs> i'd like to hand it over to jaleesa now she's going to talk a little bit more about the news that broke relating to the, the dutch. dutch
0: there are only two things i can't stand in this world people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the dutch
1: What? yes so we just found out we being the public Uh, On Thursday, that the Dutch has been our friend in this whole Russian hacking thing for a while. Basically, since 2014, uh, the Dutch have had access to a major Russian hacking group called Cozy Bear. Uh, I guess
4: they has a thing for Everybody, like all the people (laughs) and all the entities,
3: have such ridiculous names. That's
4: true. I love Cozy Bear and Fancy Bear. And here's my number one reason: there was a quote that came out of Watergate that said we're on a bear hunt and you're chasing rabbits. Ooh. Those are the people who are trying to distract from the Watergate yeah. scandal. We're on a bear hunt and you're chasing rabbits. And for the GOP right now, I guess it's rabbit season. <laughs> they're trying to uh, yeah, they're, they're
2: just like, we're just like a little furry organization. Yeah, just don't co- mind co- us. Co- we co- be bear- we're just over here. here? Yeah. Dude, they're
4: furries. That's what it is.
1: <laughs> they're fucking furry. I wouldn't put just,
3: it past poop. Just waiting for one to be called the frisky guinea pig. <laughs> guinea pig. I
1: like it. so spot on. I like it. Oh, man. So, okay. Okay, basically, um, on Thursday, we found out this news because a Dutch newspaper called uh, Volkskrant, which means the People's Newspaper, which is cute considering this report, uh, <laughs> basically just said that, um, that they have had this access to this Russian group since 2014, and the first time that there was an attack that they noticed was uh, the DNC hacking and the State Department. So they actually were able to monitor these Russian hackers and track them and capture footage of them in the act so it's it's so specific. Oh, yeah, they were able to track down yeah, their video. location. Act their website? Yeah, they did. That's why people put tape over the little. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg was trying to warn us. It's real. I feel it's like
3: hackers should know that.
1: Guess who's not smart enough? Well, I wouldn't have known. They'll catch me in anything. Do
4: you really think Trump would have known that? No. I think Trump's no, just man. like me. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Fair. I'm not gonna put tape over my camera. The camera yeah. loves me. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's like, I'm on photo booth all day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> snap, snap, snap.
3: I love you guys, it, guys. Makes your right half of your face your left half of your
1: face. <laughs> Get my good side. Uh, so basically, the Dutch government immediately alerted the US about this, and at the time, um, the NSA was was well aware uh, as a result, but uh, we just found out for the first time that this group was the Netherlands. So that's really cool because um, I, I don't really know much about the Netherlands, and so just to know that they're looking out for us and like spying for us is really nice. I think that was cool. And uh, of course, Putin's spokesperson Dmitry Peskov denied the Dutch reports, calling them untrustworthy, and stating, "If Dutch newspapers want to add fuel to the fire of anti-Russian hysteria that exists in America, this is not the most
3: noble occupation."
1: No, of course, you you have a much more noble occupation. <laughs> than a you going
3: Russian it. accent that this is not the most noble occupation. Ooh, very <laughs> good. <Yeah.
0: laughs> <Not> yet. <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, that's where we are now. And uh, the crazy thing is that we're not the only you know, country that Russia has done this to. It's already been proven that it's been done to 19 other European countries. So the fact that Europe has actually been more aggressive about the way they handle this and then Trump is just like, well, you know, he said he didn't meddle, so...
4: Well, he's got this big ego where he's like, if I admit for one second that Russia meddled in our elections, it it delegitimizes my win.
1: Exactly. And he's so
4: big on winning because his... He's got such a micro pain. Right?
1: Even if he (laughs) thinks he's innocent, he's just way too, like... You know, egocentric to let it go. So it's just sad that we're the country that everyone's looking to, like, hey guys, they're
3: Do you, hacking think he you. He spray tans his micropene or does that? Oh,
2: good, good question. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, we need to tweet him and bleach just... his asshole also.
3: <laughs> that's, that's my theory, is that he's got untreated syphilis and it's it just, just drips right off. His mind.
4: Wow.
1: Yeah. Just like, uh, what's his face? Scarface? Yeah. yeah. So
4: that's why he doesn't spray tan his micropene because the, the, the drip just takes <laughs> it right off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I Oh my god, that's it. so gross. I'm so sorry. Oh so no, so no don't worry about I'm it. We're sorry. explicit. Sorry, I feel Canadian. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so just, you know, to wrap it up, um, the, the British Prime Minister, Theresa May, we love her, um, she said to the Russians... We
4: kind of
2: love her. I was well, going to say, okay. she's also kind of a bitch. You, you, know so you know what? You uh, know
4: what? This makes strange bedfellows, okay? I never thought I would like Ray. I never thought I would like Comey. You're right. I, I guess I
2: recently I've like loved I her more I mean, than she's having. a nationalist herself, so... No. She's very far, she's pretty far right.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. you know what? All so it must considered. all be in the context, like you're saying, Ag, about that Trump Russian. Well, she's just like
4: a
3: normal conservative.
1: In well, comparison, yeah. in <laughs> what's true <laughs> is other yeah. countries'
4: conservatives are our Democrats. Yeah. Uh, when When I talk to my friends from Canada, they're like, uh, "Yeah, so our conservative party," and I'm like, "So the Democrats," and they're like, "Yeah." Yeah. Wow, yeah. it shifted so much yeah except yes yeah. yeah so okay we can we, we have love conservatives her now of right.
2: fucking crazy yeah people. We, should, we, could just, two we could just we could just
4: like equate it to the fact that we don't use the metric system there you, there go. There you go yeah, yeah.
1: Um, she just told Russia, basically, uh, so I have a very simple message for Russia. We know what you're doing and you will not succeed. The UK will do what is necessary to protect ourselves and work with our allies to do likewise. So um, basically, people are just looking to Trump or, you know, the White House, anyone there to say something similar. <laughs>
4: Even conservative racists just are anyone. like, Trump yeah. is a dick. That's That's how bad it is. Yeah.
1: So. Wow. Um, we're well, like a laughingstock, yeah.
4: We are. And, and, and I, I will point out, if you do get to see the video of him, of Trump in Davos, uh, talking about how uh, this whole him trying to fire, fire Mueller was fake news. He got booed and hissed. Oh, yeah. And then he was disinvited to a bunch of cocktail parties. Oh, my gosh. That's so great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how sad for him. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Julissa. That's amazing. Amazing reporting. Of course. I appreciate thank you. you. And now I want to hand it over to Jordan. You've got some details for us about the Nunez memo. Hashtag release the memo.
2: Yes. So, trending hashtag, uh, David Nunez. From Russian bots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From cozy bear and uh, <laughs> nice.
1: fancy bear, dude. Maybe we should
2: make little bears like Aww, or a snuggie or like a something. cozy bear yeah. and a fancy bear. I love it. And, and there's and a little camera inside button, of it. This oh is my god! In Russian, yeah.
4: Cozy so bear just on the, the shelf, in Russian like Teddy rush Rux, Rux, Ruxpin, but Russian. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Compromat. <laughs> yeah t- disinformatia can we do this <laughs>
1: yeah we should tweet build a bear and see what we can do oh, <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. oh my god, god. <laughs> that's expensive shit right there. if you subscribe at yeah, the hundred dollar a love level like, private
3: label <laughs> there
4: you uh, go fucking build send, a bear
2: you get Trump's confession I'll send you a
4: cozy bear and a bottle of wine <laughs> I went to a <laughs> yeah.
2: birthday party at build a bear once as a I child that sounds like we'll a sex club somewhere
4: they had you were
2: a child when they had build a bear I was Yeah. I'm like 14 that shit came out when I was in the navy build a
3: bear it Started when I was. When did it, when did it start? I was. It
2: had to be like. 15 It was going years strong now. when I was like ten. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. like
3: thirteen when I was just too old, but I remember it being there.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, fifteen years ago, I was. <laughs> I
4: didn't pause. All right, so <laughs> take it away, Jordan. All
2: right, so David Nunez, head of House Intelligence Committee, has been talking a lot about wanting to release this memo. Release the memo. Hashtag. Uh, that's calling out the FBI and the DOJ for how they obtained the fisa warrant they're saying that they used the dossier to obtain the warrant and because all the warrants
4: multiple warrants yes 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 yeah. all, were, were they, all were the were they're, warrants <laughs> they're spying um, on russia right okay Where, because this is back this goes back to when trump was like they wiretapped me oh yeah they, they oh my did wiretapped yeah. me essentially
2: all the information they've obtained <laughs> they're
4: saying <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so uh, oh god imagine this our our intelligence agencies are intercepting russian communications oh my god oh 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 And look trump's on the other end of the phone that's weird (laughs) yeah and now you're uh, and they're and they're trying to
2: blame and they're trying to blame the origination of this all on the dossier that you know they're of course questioning throughout Mm -hmm. the entire process of its release but uh, they
4: still think the dossier is is bogus so they're like anything based on the dossier is bogus too yes Uh,
3: you could show them the p-tape and they would still think it's bogus
4: i (laughs) want to see the
2: p-tape
3: they would be like that was staged that's an actor
4: it's
2: probably yeah, someone on, should leak it on That's camera. like some black mirror shit. I'm sure yeah. it's yeah. probably
3: on the dark internet deep in there Dude, somewhere. It's
4: probably on you porn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's hidden under like a different name.
4: Yeah. Shit.
3: Can't wait. It's um, under it's under Hamilton Act 1. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but yes so also just a refresher fisa stands for foreign intelligence surveillance act Mm -hmm. just a little just a little refresher
4: fisc is the foreign intelligence surveillance court you you petition the the fisc to get a fisa guy okay
2: so in this memo it is uh supposedly it's being reported that it calls out comey mccabe and rosenstein and uh the assistant attorney general of legislative affairs as stephen boyd as ag mentioned in the beginning Told Nunez this week that it would be reckless, extraordinarily reckless, to release info publicly without allowing the FBI and the Department of Justice to review the memo and to advise the committee on the risk of harm to national security and to ongoing investigations that could come from public release of this document. So... (laughs) Uh of course uh you know the GOP I don't want to just generalize the entire GOP because I'm a believer fair. that no, there are so yeah a
4: Republican yeah. <laughs> What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a regular Republican. Uh he voted for Bernie Sanders. Uh <laughs> in the he primary. gives me
1: hope. He's so sweet.
4: He he he's a Reagan Republican. He's just a fiscal conservative. He's right, for right. smaller okay. government or tighter government. Okay. I love it. Tighter. Yeah, the general no. population
3: is different than the people who are in charge.
4: That's a good this point. This is true. Yeah. This yeah. is pre-Tea Party era Yeah.
2: The, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The word oh yeah. Republican
4: I is, is is I wish that the Republicans would Finally, split and and define themselves as they ought to be. They they ought to be called right-wing right wing or white nationalists. Exactly. And, and the actual.
1: Republican but we're in party. the beginning yeah. of this because whole
4: shift, though. I really gonna... miss debating intelligently with Republicans <laughs> about oh, the yeah. size of government. Oh, like I, yeah. we used to have, have all that these all great debates about. That's you know,
2: just a basic economic principle debate. That <laughs> makes sense, right?
4: You don't bring social into it. it mm-hmm. And it, it was about when Bush started going on when when Roe mm-hmm. when Carl Roe got involved that it started becoming religious and moral. Yeah. And that's when it got twisted and fucked up. And and anyway, so please, please continue. Yes.
2: Um, <laughs> so uh, instead, Stephen Boyd suggested to Nunes that he instead offer the memo to the Department of Justice Inspector General Michael Horowitz, and then they could imp- appropriately investigate any alleged wrong- wrongdoing by the FBI or other department personnel independently. And then assess whether release of the memo would impair its ability to do that investigation. Right, and
0: that's
4: a guy who didn't text his lover about Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So he's he's a a non-violent. So he's legit. (laughs) I
3: just. Wasn't there a whole thing with the call me memo being like, he just wrote it down, doesn't mean it's true, and now they're all. Like I yeah. got a massive hard on for this Nunez <laughs> oh, the man, They're Like, hey strong. man, he just—it's the same argument. He just wrote it down. It doesn't yeah. make it true. Right? Yeah,
4: <laughs> and the problem is, is the, the, here. Okay, that whole Ray Rosenstein um, Ryan meeting—the the mm-hmm. Triple R meeting—I don't know what to call it. <laughs> triple sticks. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Ray Rosenstein Ryan meeting that happened contemporaneously, spontaneously on Capitol Hill, is when they were talking about basically Nunez a while ago uh, petitioned the Department of Justice to turn over all. Evidence uh, of all the investigative information on Trump on the Trump Russia thing, and he wanted to interview all uh, all of the FBI agents that were involved in the investigation, and that included Rabicki, Remember, and that's mm-hmm. why I was like, "Oh, ooh, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna fuck Ribiki. Uh mm-hmm. He's one of the Comey Five. So that that all came out at that time, and and so so basically, when they met, Ryan said, "Nope, Rosenstein, sorry, we're gonna." I'm going to back Nunes on this and they had to hand over all this evidence, but with very strict stipulations like this is super highly classified stuff. Most of you don't know about this. I'm going to show it to you in a closed room. You can see it. Schiff can see it. He's the ranking member. Uh, Ranking member means the highest Democrat, highest minority person. Adam Schiff can see it and two staffers each can see it. And then there's one particular piece of information that is so classified that only I, myself, Ray, will hand carry it to you, Nunez, and hold it while you look at it. You weren't allowed to touch it (laughs) like it was that classified. And then Nunez went and just shared it with. Yeah. uh, And then he based the memo on all these things, which he didn't even get all the information, as you as you pointed out in the Department of Justice letter from Stephen Boyd. You don't even have all the information. There's stuff we couldn't show you because it's so highly classified, and you are basing your memo on things that you don't even know about.
2: Yeah. Classic case of get an inch, take a mile. He's allowed to look at these documents that it was even in debate that he should be allowed to look at, and then now he wants to release his whole memo to the public. And, of course, this is an extremely reasonable request by the inspector general just saying, just let us do our job. Let the department do our job. We'll go through and we'll go ahead and we'll do the investigations that we need to that might come from the points you're raising. But of course, my prediction is that Nunes is uh, going to keep pushing forward with the release of the memo because if he can't do this, if he can't release it to the public, then he wouldn't be able to create hysteria against the FBI and the DOJ, right. which is Well, DOJ. I have a
4: theory that he knew the whole time because it was so classified when he wrote the memo that mm. the DOJ would object to it. Which makes it puts him in the position of saying the DOJ is corrupt. biased. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's more useful to them if they don't release it. Just politically, it, it is.
4: Mm-hmm. That's why I want <laughs> yeah. it released, but please redact the stuff that could hurt the United States of yeah, America. True. And
3: he's in a tough district to win, so he's got to
4: oh, play yeah. all the cards. Yeah, well, everyone's going to get their ass kicked in November. Oh, <laughs> so, and the other thing to, to keep in mind is this memo uh, might paint Rosenstein in a bad light mm-hmm. due to reporting from the Daily Beast and indicating the memo, like you said, names Rosenstein, McCabe, and Comey. And if released, these three will face more opposition from the tinfoil hats on the right. Uh, Remember when I said to review episode eight, Mm -hmm. uh, if you hadn't heard it, go do it. um, That's when I mentioned Adam Schiff's assertion that worse than firing Mueller directly would be the firing of Rosenstein to install a deputy AG that would put the kibosh on the Mueller investigation. Right. And now, right now. Uh, Trump is fuming now that he's come back from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. He's fuming about this, and he might actually fire Rosenstein. So we have to keep an eye on that. Jordan, thank you so much for yes, for course. going into that. All right, so I want to discuss the incredible report that dropped Thursday from the New York Times that Trump attempted to fire Mueller in June of 2017. Mueller was appointed the month before by Rod Rosenstein uh, after the firing of the FBI director, James Comey. The reason... Uh, the trump conjured for justification of the removal removal of Mueller is hilarious first of all he said that Mueller's firm pulled out of one of trump's golf clubs over a fee dispute he quit the golf club and trump didn't pay him back trump what? wouldn't <laughs> trump wouldn't give somebody their money oh back? crazy yeah <laughs> that's insane uh, he also uh, said that Mueller's firm used to represent Kushner and that Mueller had been interviewed for the FBI director job the day before Rosenstein appointed Mueller as special counsel. I think that's bullshit. That's really weird. Uh, Mueller would have recused himself from this if, if that were the case. Oh. So,
3: yeah. Mueller had done the job and was retired. Why would he want it again?
4: Hmm. Yeah, and there's actually an an eight-year max, but he was added on for an extra two years by Obama. That's yeah. right. Yeah. At, even though he's a Republican, super conservative, because he's so awesome, <laughs> he's that good. Sexy justice. <laughs> uh, since uh,
3: session... every time you say that, I picture like, or you said you had an Instagram account like pictures of like Mueller
4: photoshopped on
2: like
3: bikini
4: <laughs> bodies. Oh,
2: that's what our yeah. that's what our calendar <laughs> is going to be. Sexy yeah. Mueller.
4: <laughs> it's pretty awesome. We're now. not. At, man. I, ju- I just want Mueller- I just want Mueller's fantastic face. <laughs> uh, it's important to note, by the way, that. He He's a hero. He's a United States hero. He's a Marine. Definitely. Uh, he yeah. volunteered to go to Vietnam, unlike some people who ran away from it for fake bone spurs. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so he's actually a patriot. He's won a Purple Heart and a Bronze Star. Um, he, he won my heart. He was a... <sighs> <laughs> he's a His service record's a Italian A battalion captain. He's just... He's triple sticks. He's a Boy Scout. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, okay... I've heard tell that it was Three Sticks. Bobby Three Sticks. Oh. Maybe I added the triple. I like triple. That's your spin, yeah, your personal spin. Bobby
3: Three Sticks on is it, Wikipedia. Is it Bobby Three okay. Sticks?
4: Okay, yeah. nice. Oh, damn Wikipedia. All right, I so... I love it. I like Triple Sticks. It's got better alliteration. It does. <laughs> so anyway, Sessions was recused two months earlier from this, and he would have had to have have uh, had to have Rosenstein fire Muller, um, and he just appointed him, so that wouldn't have worked out, right? So when McGann... You know, when Trump asked McGahn to call the DOJ and have him fire Mueller, that's ridiculous because right. he ju- it ha- would have had to have been Rosenstein. Rosenstein would have quit and then would have had to go on to the third person who would have been Bente, but wasn't because he was fired. Mm-hmm. But it, I, anyway, it would have been another Saturday Night Massacre. So he they would have likely refused. Um, and McGahn refused to make the call. Uh, and he threatened resignation. Mm-hmm. He said, I will resign if you make me do this. Uh, this wow. is not necessarily because he felt it was morally wrong but he felt it would be a threat to the presidency mm-hmm. uh, if he forced um yeah. the department of justice to fire more yeah just yeah, so dirty yeah yeah both are true i
1: also
3: read like a seth abramson um seth abramson um thread where he's like also he has to stay trump's the the lawyer there because then it's harder for them to interview him as a witness
1: oh without him
3: without him Good so point. Th- him threatening to resign would have like extra fucked trump yeah so that's yeah why trump was like no
4: Oh, Trump knows better. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, McGann has the same lawyer that Priebus and Bannon has. It would be really against his best. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Trump is pretty stupid. I was going to say. I have never forth.
2: heard that ever said I, ever. I've Trump knows both. better. Yeah. He's, he's a, better. a genius,
1: but he's a genius in certain he's areas. Not politically, though. He's a genius he's, when it comes to reality TV. And and
4: maybe that doesn't make you a genius. Yeah. I think it makes a skill. I object on behalf yeah. of geniuses. Everywhere.
2: <laughs> well, like a caveman invented reality the wheel. Okay.
4: I'm the minority no, here. <laughs> if I wanted to make a bunch of money, I would say I was born again and become a country music star. That, and if you were <laughs> successful, you'd be a genius. Uh, I am already a genius. I'm not going to do that That's to the so American true. people. Good point, good point. <laughs> That'd be great, though, at the Country Music Awards coming out to accept my award and be going, like, for the last three years, guys, I'm an atheist, fuck y'all. I
0: don't
4: know, I think that would just be no. Evil
1: genius is what they call that.
4: <laughs> oh, ooh. So, anyway, this is just the latest in a long list of potential and I- incidents of obstruction of justice. I attempted to put a list together this morning uh, after I woke up uh, of of obstructions of justice. Okay, ready? Number one, ask Comey for loyalty. Number two, mm-hmm. pressured Comey to stop the Russia investigation. Number three, pressured Coates of the NSA to stop the FBI investigation. Number four, pressured Rogers to stop the FBI investigation. And number five, pressured Pompeo of the CIA to stop the FBI imbe- investigation. Number six, pressured Burr, Senate Judiciary Committee chair, to stop the investigating uh, investigation into Russia. Number seven, pressured several senators on the Senate Judiciary Committee to pressure Burr to stop investigating Russia. Number eight, ordered Sessions to release one negative story per day about Comey. Number 9 ordered McGahn. What? <laughs> ordered McGann, the White House attorney to pressure Sessions not to recuse so he could quote protect him. Number 10 exploded in anger when Sessions re- refused Uh, To not recuse himself because he was supposed to quote protect him fired Jim Comey because of the Russian investigation number 12 fired Bente acting attorney general at one point because he was assisting the FBI in their investigation of the Russian interference number 13 fired Sally Yates acting AG because of her knowledge of Flynn's ties to Russia number 14 asked McCabe for loyalty deputy director of the FBI Uh, asked him who he voted for. Uh, number 15, ordered McGahn to fire Mueller. Number 16, had Baker the OGC of the FBI that general counseled the FBI reassigned for corroborating the Comey memos. Number 17, ordered Ray, the FBI director, to fire McCabe for his knowledge of the Comey memos. Number 18 forced McCabe to retire at the age of 49 for his involvement in the Comey memos. Number 19, fired Rubicki Uh, he's uh, one of the senior FBI officials for his knowledge of the Comey memos. Number 20, fired Reince Priebus for his knowledge of the Comey memos. And number 21, pressured Tom Tillis to drop his legislation to protect the special counsel. And now to add one more is this week's sabotage. (laughs) (laughs) Back on January 5th, I tweeted about an overlooked detail about the Ray Rosenstein-Ryan meeting on Capitol Hill that Nunes wanted to interview several FBI agents involved in the Russian investigation, including Rubicki. We had been reporting on this uh, on this show for a long time that the Comey Five, those are the five high-ranking FBI officials that Comey told about his memos, uh, that they were targets of the GOP. I tweeted about this um, Rubicki interview detail, and it was picked up by MSNBC, thank you. <laughs> and remember, this past Tuesday, Rubicki announced he was leaving the FBI. Well, late last night, you guys, late last night, foreign policy reports that Trump ordered the targeting of McCabe, Baker, and Rubicki... Trump ordered it. Wow! They did not. Yeah. They oh, did God. not mention the other two, Bowditch and Gattis. Gaddis. I don't. I don't want to say Gaddis because that sounds awesome. Yeah,
2: <laughs> too much credit. Gaddis.
4: But I'm telling you guys, keep your eyes open for the early retirements of Bowditch and Gaddis. It's so Holy sad, shit. but yeah, there's a pattern oh, God. there. God. Well, at least
3: they get like a a pension.
4: <laughs> if, if they can resign or retire yes All right, you guys ready for uh, this week's fantasy indictment league yeah. and thank you Jeff Macias for creating a chart for us this yeah. is fantastic but I do have to make some changes I have to add McGann to the plea deal list along with Bannon and I have to take Rick Gates out of the amended indictment section and move him to the plea deal category. Okay. Looks like he's flipping. Yeah. Gates is flipping. I've been wrong before. I've been wrong before, but I feel a Mueller Monday coming on. Nice. State of the Union is on Tuesday. He's been in Davos all week. This fevered pitch, Senate ridiculous, I'm going to release everything party Mm -hmm. has gone absolutely insane. We know now that he tried to fire Mueller. I think that this Monday, in a strategic play, a play of strategery, <laughs> that I think some indictments are going to be announced. I personally think the three are Kushner, Cohn, and who did I have? It's on the list. Oh yeah, you know we'll put we'll put put, put it, it up there. Yeah, Kushner's the big fish. I think he might be indicted this Monday. So anyway, guys, I really want to thank you for listening to Mueller. She wrote, "We are produced by me." Uh, sound is by Jalisa Johnson yeah. media marketing by Jordan Coburn web design and art by Joel Reeder at Moxie Design Studios this week's guest has been ben, Brendan Woodruff oh
3: hi <laughs> sorry I was just nodding like yes it was me <laughs> <laughs>
4: We'd like to thank Shannon Woodward for tweeting us out. Our first celebrity endorsement, you guys. We loved you in Raising Hope in Westworld. I'm so (laughs) excited about that. We would love to get you on the podcast, Shannon, if you're interested on a call-in for five minutes to tell us your feelings about Trump. That would be fantastic. mm -hmm. Thanks to Nick Carcano or Carsano for your kind words about episode 11. Finally, thank you to Sally Cohn for the incredible facial expressions while appearing on CNN with Ben Ferguson. (laughs) You made my week. Oh, he Ben Ferguson is. By the way, he's a right-wing nut job who still thinks there's a secret society.
3: <laughs> that, that text was clearly a joke. Like I read, like I read that whole exchange, and that was. I hope so.
4: Oh my god, how
3: dumb are people? People are so dumb. That or they're just purely operating on bad faith, and I can't tell the difference. That's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah the
4: latter. Well, I put out a post uh, this week, and I won't tell you under what name because it's my real name. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. At this point, if you think Trump is innocent, then you just do not understand what obstruction of justice is. And that makes sense since Trump supporters are statistically undereducated. It's not your fault. You're the product of a systematic dumbing down of the electorate so that the wealthy can get candidates that make them wealthier. You are powerless to it. I'm actually kind of jealous of your ignorant beliefs. (laughs) Oh, God. Who said that? Who? Is that this is
2: person? A- oh, AG. Sorry.
1: That was. <laughs> I thought for some reason it was like a politician.
4: No, all right, all right. Pretty good speech though, right?
1: I did. No, AG I is an on- attorney
3: general. You guys, there you it go, Jeff <laughs> Sessions.
1: I was on an emotional roller coaster because you make very good points, and I was like, you know what? It's like the harsh truth. Like honestly, it's mm-hmm. like we're aware of the you know dumbing down of masses. I feel masses. like it's
2: compassionate because it's like giving them a pass a little bit. It's not your fault. You're so fucking stupid.
3: <laughs> yeah, how, okay. Well, you're, how, you're a dummy.
4: How will they respond, though? It I, is a it's a condescending pity, though. I yeah. Have yeah. Some pretty, d- pretty yeah. gross responses, like, well, you don't even know. But that's
1: what makes you who you are at the same time. It's like, I totally get the bluntness. It's needed. Well,
3: my girlfriend didn't finish high school, and she's smart enough to figure all this out. True. So, like... So- <laughs> Come but on. there are,
1: there is truth to the fact that some people are, are systematically like victims. They just don't even know. I it. also
3: feel like there was a bunch of lead in the gasoline for a long time. <laughs> Fair enough. And It Probably dumbed a whole bunch of people down until we got rid of that.
4: You know what? Well, we just talked about that on Science Faction. I'm on another podcast. You guys called oh, Science Faction. Shout out, yeah. And it turns out the dumbing down of America could be due to leaded gasoline. That is no. so funny that you bring that oh, up. I like
1: the smell of gasoline. Me I too. Used to that smell explains it as a lot. Child.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite smell. I mean, they haven't
3: had lead in it in like 38 years. It probably
4: didn't. Yeah, Yeah, you guys aren't old enough. But it probably didn't do the same damage to me as all the ether and whippets that I inhaled. Oh, no. E.G. But, hey, I'm a doctor. That's true. Uh, I can get away with it. I have IQ points to spare. There you go. But if you're on the train to idiot town, maybe don't. Yeah, S.O.L. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You guys, this has been a really, really fun episode. I'm so excited that we got through everything.
3: Mm -hmm. i've been julissa johnson
2: i've been jordan coburn
3: i've been brendan woodruff
4: and i am ag tune in next week we have a veteran who is a bull rider probably (laughs) from somewhere in the i don't know texas maybe and he's awesome you guys he is a a a republican turned democrat he is anti-trump and we're gonna have him on the phone next week please stay tuned please subscribe to us on patreon and I, I really look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great night. This has been Mueller. She Wrote. Ooh.
0: They Might Be Giants have been on the road for too long. Too long. And They Might Be Giants aren't even sorry. Not even sorry. And audiences like the shows too much. Too much. And now They Might Be Giants are playing their breakthrough album, Flood. All of it. And they still have time for other songs. They're fooling around. Who can stop They Might Be Giants and their liberal rock agenda? Who? No one. This ad was paid for with somebody else's money.
4: MSW Media.
0: Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money